This is Solidarity News on Radio Labour. This is a Radio Labour report recorded on Thursday, April 1st, 2021. I'm Mark Belanger. Garment workers in Bangladesh are employed in dangerous poverty-level jobs, and it's the direct result of large clothing corporations. A report commissioned by the United Steelworkers in Canada, called Not Even the Bare Minimum, shows the connections between companies in Canada and specific factories in Bangladesh. To find out more about the report and the situation in Bangladesh, I talked to Ken Newman. Mr. Newman is the Steelworkers National Director for Canada. In my conversation with him, he mentions the Rana Plaza disaster, which killed 1,200 mainly young women and injured another 2,500. But first, I asked him what the report, not even the bare minimum, does. First of all, what the report does is that we've been able to identify Pacific garment factories in Bangladesh that supply five different Canadian retailers. You've got Hudson's Bay Company, you've got Joe Fresh, you got Marks, you got Nygaard, and you got Lululemon. And what the report shows is that the women who sew our clothes are earning only six or seven dollars per day. And I say not per hour, this is per day. And in our view, that isn't even enough, not nearly enough even in Bangladesh for a worker to have a decent life or to pay for reasonable housing, nutritious food, transportation, clothing, children's education, health care, and all the other essentials to try to save something for a future for a rainy day. So that's what has come out of this report. We see that some of these workers are just uh, living, not, not having a living wage. That's why this report is important. What are you asking companies to do? Well, first and foremost, we're asking Canadian garment brands and retailers to, first of all, publicly acknowledge that they have a responsibility for workers in their global supply chains. And there are two urgent things that they're asking the Canadian brands that they can do immediately. The first one is to make an explicit public commitment that they will ensure that their suppliers pay workers their full wages and benefits through this pandemic. And secondly is that they commit to contributing to what is called a Global Severance Guarantee Fund that will ensure workers are never left penniless when they lose their jobs. This means that they would be entering into a legal binding agreement to pay a premium price of 1.5% on each garment that's ordered. So that's really what we're asking the Canadian companies to make a commitment to immediately up front. Why did the Steel Workers commission the report, and why are you concerned about workers in Bangladesh? Well, Mark, you know, the Steel Workers have a long history on international solidarity, and our union was the first one back in, in the mid-'80s where we established a dedicated labor fund to support worker and human rights around the world. You know, we understand that workers' rights around the world are interconnected. Garment workers' struggles for their rights are connected to our own struggles here in Canada. And I can tell you that on a personal note, Mark, I actually visited uh, Bangladesh one year after the anniversary of the Rana Plaza tragedy. And I can tell you that this has had a lasting impact on me uh, going forward. Uh, I have witnessed many things in my career of the trade union movement or even my upbringing. And to witness what I've witnessed after the one-year anniversary of the collapse of Rana Plaza and to be there 
for the first time, the families were allowed to the site and to see what I've seen is that just brings tears to your eyes. And I always used to say, Mark, after that visit, I said, if any CEO or any major corporation seen what I've seen uh, and witnessed of what these people have toiled through, I just do not comprehend how they could really go to bed with a clear conscience at night. Uh, so to me, uh, that has meant a lot that I personally had a chance to go over and witness for myself because the Bangladesh, the Rana Plaza thing was a safety matter. And since then, a lot of things have happened and we've kind of cleaned it up. So, so it's for that reason that the steelworkers have taken up this fight. And that's it. International labor news you can use. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's all about global solidarity.